Hello and welcome to another episode of Sounds Like Comics, the podcast devoted to all things comic books in movies and TV. I'm Luke. And I'm Jay. Welcome to the podcast. Today's topic, Evil Dead 2. The second installment in the Evil Dead film series, it is considered both a remake and a sequel to The Evil Dead from 1981. This is your warning. We will be talking spoilers. Yeah, and this is this is a weird one. I always think of it as a remake. I don't think of it as a sequel because it's slightly higher budget, better executed version of the first one, slightly expanded. Like the ideas are more thought out um, and just better done across the board, really. And it's a comedy, um, which is very different to what that first movie was. And that's why some people know this one, An Army of Darkness, and they're like, hey, it's a goofy horror comedy. And then we had the most recent movie, Evil Dead Rise. That is not a comedy. <laughs> like, there's, you know, there's, the two most recent you... ones, the the one with the uh, the 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 act, the newer remake, which was with a uh, female Ash. That was then, Evil yeah, Dead. New, yeah. Very, yeah, and then the recent one, like you said, Rise. <laughs> both very full on. This is Sam Raimi. Seen... Like, I know exactly how to do horror now. <laughs> but you've seen <laughs> Evil Dead Rise. No, no, I, right, that's okay. the sort of horror I don't, I'm not into. <laughs> I I invited my wife's cousin because I got invited to a special screening. So I thought, oh, I know that he likes Evil Dead, Ash Williams, all of that. And there was certain things happening on screen. And, you know, he's a grown man and he was making sounds in response <laughs> to what was happening on screen. And we walked out of the screening and, um, and I said, what do you think? And he just said, I hated it. That's not <laughs> him saying he dislikes the film. It was just pretty full I was on. actually like, yeah, disturbed by that. So you're not getting the jokes, but you know the scene in this where somebody screams and then the eyeball flies through the air yeah, and lands in, into in the, the mouth? mouth. That same thing happens in Evil Dead Rise. So it does yeah. still feel like Evil Dead, and of course there's a chainsaw and there's lots of blood. Oh, you got to do that. And the, the certain camera, like, moves. like Yeah. But this film, it is, it is a comedy. And sometimes directors, they will start with horror because it's affordable. Like, hey, we can make a low-budget horror movie, and potentially do things with this. I mean, Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell, they loved comedy, The Three Stooges, and we see a lot of that in Bruce Campbell's yeah, the performance. Yeah. So, yeah, so some directors love horror, make horror, where they're like, do you know what, we can start with horror and then move on. I mean, after the first Evil Dead movie, I watched it recently, they made a film called Crime Wave, it's currently available on Prime Video, and it is it is a shocker. It really is a shocker, <laughs> not in a not in a good way. And then, yeah, years later, they came back to Evil Dead. You're right, not necessarily a sequel. Remade it. Some of the same beats are there, but it's a comedy. Like it is an all and out comedy. And I introduced it in the opening. There is Evil Dead Two, and you see it differently like there's evil dead 
Roman numerals 2, or there's Evil Dead number 2, or there's Evil Dead Dead by Dawn. So it has a few different ways of you know writing the title of the movie. I think Dead by Dawn, I think that's probably a, like the better title. Yeah, because yeah, it's not it's not a number two. It's a it's a dead by dawn. Yes. The, the number two will throw people off like, oh, I need to watch the first one. And then they watch the first one, like, wait, no, no, this is just the one I just watched, but crappier. Like, <laughs> no, no, I yeah, I, I didn't need this. Like, no, no, you honestly don't. You can literally watch Evil Dead 2 and then Army of Darkness and then Ash versus the Evil Dead. Like that's that's your chrono, <laughs> that's, that, yeah, uh, that's your watch order. The TV show, and, and I kind of figured because it can seem odd starting with number two because we haven't reviewed the Evil Dead, but I like the idea of doing Evil Dead Two: Dead by Dawn, and then following up, we could review Army of Darkness. And those two work really well together. I mean, the ending of this movie, I know we're jumping the gun here, but the ending when Ash lands in medieval times, and you're like. What? And then you go yeah. watch Army of Darkness, which is a very, very different thing. So I've mentioned Crime Wave already. So that's the film that came out in 1985. Critical and commercial failure. That movie didn't do well at all. Sam Raimi, producer Robert Tapper and Bruce Campbell began work on a sequel to The Evil Dead at the insistence of their publicist, Irvin Shapiro. Having endorsed the original film, author Stephen King brought the project to the attention of producer Dino De Laurentiis, with who he had been making his directorial debut, Maximum Overdrive, in 86. De Laurentiis agreed to provide financial backing and assigned the filmmakers a considerably larger budget than they had worked with on the original film, although Raimi had devised a premise set in the Middle Ages and involving time travel. De Laurentiis requested that the film be similar to its predecessor, and I guess that's where you're getting those similar beats. Evil Dead 2 featured extensive stop-motion animation and prosthetic makeup effects created by a team of artists that included Mark Shostrom, Greg Nicotero, Robert Kurtzman, and Tom Sullivan, the latter of who returned from the original film. Uh, Robert Kurtzman's the, the name I pick out of those because he's a uh, ILM alumni who worked on the creature effects for Star Wars. Ah, cool. There you go. And he's also a stop motion like nut. Like he's done big, long feature length films in uh, stop motion and countless like small movies in stop motion as well. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Much like The Evil Dead, it was wildly acclaimed by critics who praised its humour, Raimi's direction and Campbell's performance. Many have considered it superior to its predecessor and as one of the greatest horror films ever made. Despite being given a somewhat limited release, it was a minor box office success, grossing just under $6 million. So that's... Yeah, and that well, was... How much did it cost if that was like a win? <laughs> well, it like, cost... <laughs> 3.5 million. That's how much they had. But you, you can't, you but can't the merchandise view it off from <laughs> Yeah, but not I don't think at the time though. I think that came later. Like you would have got collectibles and everything else. I mean, you would have had I, I don't think they advertised very strongly either. Yeah, you know, the VHS, VHS sales. And that, uh, and that that would have been it, but like today 
3.5 billion budget yeah yeah like you wouldn't be able to make it for that today but back then so it was seen as again a minor box office success as with the first film evil dead 2 has accumulated a large international cult following in 1992 is followed by the direct sequel army of darkness which utilized raimi's original premise in 2013 it was followed by the soft reboot and continuation evil dead and in 2015, it was followed by the TV series Ash vs. Evil Dead. And the fifth film, Evil Dead Rise, was released April of this year. So it sounds like there's been a lot of Evil Dead. But for the longest time, there, there wasn't. You had that first no, film. Just, then you had to wait for the second. Yeah. So the had, Army of Darkness. There had been gaps. I mean, again, Army of Darkness came out in 1992. This one Five came years out later. Yeah, in 1987. It's just, it's an interesting franchise. And of course, there has been comic books. That's why yeah. we're reviewing it because there has been Evil Dead comics, many, in fact. And video games. And he's been a character in fighting games. I think you can use fight, use Ash in like Mortal Kombat 11. Or something like he's one of the downloadable characters, along with uh, Jason and uh, like Freddy Predator and stuff like that. Yeah, they've yeah they've all all been in there. I mean, we all know the plot of this movie. We've all seen this movie. We've seen the first movie, so we do know the plot. But just as a refresher, the lone survivor of an onslaught of flesh possessing spirits holds up in a cabin with a group of strangers while the demons continue their attack. Now, we usually wait until we do our rating, but I'm just going to say this. I love Evil Dead as a franchise. You know, whether it's horror, leaning into the comedy, what we get in this film, and it really is just a patchwork of so many different things. But I'm okay with that because I enjoy these films so much. When it comes to the undead, the possessions, there's no consistency. Like one no. person can be possessed one way, another person will get possessed a completely different way. How they're Someone taking can over? Someone be possessed and shake it off. <laughs> some fly. It's just there's no <laughs> consistency. But I, I some love it. Like Ted Raimi, <laughs> yeah, their old women. <laughs> oh man, it's just it is it is all over the place. But I mean, Bruce Campbell, Ash Williams. I mean. This is the part, isn't it? I mean, I always felt like he had the looks, he's got the acting chops, and of course he can do the comedy, but he can do drama. Like, we've seen range from Bruce Campbell over the years, but he looks like somebody that just should have been... I mean, I don't want to take anything away from him and obviously what he's achieved, you know, film, TV, all of that, because he's had a lot of success. But I just kind of thought, you know, some actors, you just think, why are you not bigger than you are? And it's nothing yeah. that he hasn't done. It's just some actors make it, some don't. But he's got such a big star quality. Yeah, yeah, he does. Um, I mean, he carries the film completely on his own. Um, I mean, for m m large portions of the movie, it's just him reacting to essentially nothing on set. He's re he's really <laughs> got to do a lot of work on his own. Um and yeah, I always wondered that myself. I'm like, how did you not never end up just falling into like that role 
and not not that this isn't a massive role or at least it hasn't not that it hasn't become a massive role but like a uh an ongoing repetitive franchise like mission impossible or the mummy back in the 90s or something of that ilk like it seemed like he everyone liked him there's never a bad word against him but he never managed to pick up on the top like i remember from xena and hercules on tv as the uh the thief with a heart of gold yep uh well yeah also like also produced by sam raimi so <laughs> ah they are buddies they, i'm pretty sure raimi was a producer on that and his brother turns up in that as well yeah but, yeah he's one of the the he's the kind of goofy guy who follows xena and with her friend who's like a nerd and he's like book a bookish they're like help her solve the issues she has to fight for the uh yeah. fighting the the colossi and other godly problems <laughs> it's been a while since i've seen it. i used to love hercules xena you know originally sam raimi he did want bruce campbell for dark man but the studio wouldn't go for it and they went with liam neeson instead although bruce campbell does get a cameo at the end of that film but in this the scene with the kitchen knife was completely yeah. improvised by campbell Raimi praised his performance and used the first take for the film. So what you see in the film, that was the first take that Campbell did. But it's going back to what you were just saying before, like a lot of the time, it is just him reacting to things around him. So, you, I mean, that scene, you're completely captivated, but it's just Campbell yeah. and a knife, where he completely yeah, yeah. sells and what's then, like, going the, on. Then the, like, in, in, like, the possessed hand, like, dragging his corpse up towards the cleaver. <laughs> it's yeah. it's so great and it's making it's, the it's noise is like yeah, 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 yeah. It, and which that's got to be bruce making the voices right <laughs> i mean i'd say so and from that from that first take i just I'll, again yeah. showing my cards early i love it i love the fact that in just the camera angles and you know the where you know the placement of the camera just the movement, I mean, you know, Sam Raimi, he's known for directing the Spider-Man trilogy, the Tobey Maguire films. The scene in Spider-Man 2 with Doc Ock where the operator... Oh, when the guy him, falls in the operator, yeah, and then the chainsaw comes up. And it's like, yes, that's, you know, that's the kind of thing that we got a lot of in the Evil Dead films. And we're getting it here, so it's kind of like it's... You could just imagine Sam Raimi just being really giddy and having all these ideas and just saying, I'm going to use them all. <laughs> like, because yeah. it, again, a patchwork, but not in a bad way. It's really entertaining. Like, I've probably seen this film more than most, and it never gets old. And it's, it, oh yeah. man, it, it is such a good film. So much fun to watch. Yeah. You know, and you know, the, uh, the, the spirit speeding through the woods towards the cabin, you know how they got that effect? Oh, how? They taped the camera to the end of a tennis racket and ran with the tennis racket. I love it. they could <laughs> kind of stabilize it then, but move with speed. <laughs> but then that, I mean, that's iconic. And that's how yeah. the spirit always moves in. The yeah. Earth. And do you know what? You never see it. Yeah. I mean, I guess because it's a tennis racket, but, but you yeah. never, you, it's always from that perspective. Like, if yeah. you if the camera was to turn, would you see an entity or something? 
or or is it just like a presence? But you know what? I think it works better as a presence. <laughs> yeah, and you don't need you don't need an answer. I mean, with with the tone of this film, the producers insisted upon using different colors of blood, and that was to avoid an X rating in the US. This proved futile as the MPAA gave the film an X anyway. The film was ultimately released unrated. Um, Rosebud, the supposed film production company, was not a real institution. Producer (laughs) Dino De Laurentiis was forbidden to release an unrated movie through his own company, so Rosebud was created specifically for the purposes of releasing Evil Dead 2. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Oh, it's so, yeah. (laughs) So many cool stories about this movie and how they made it. and But I didn't hear that one before, about the tennis racket. That was really cool. Yeah, that's when I learned, like, back when Army of Darkness came out, explaining, like, how did you do that? Like, oh, we we did a lot of tests, and we found it just easy to just, instead of trying to get an expensive rig, to use a tennis racket. <laughs> I mean, it, uh, but it works. <laughs> it does. Uh, and I love some like the first watching it this time. I, I don't know how I never noticed before the where they're flicking through the other pages of the, the Necronomicon. Uh, that it's like a, the prophecy is like self fulfilling because there's a picture of him with the chainsaw hand and the boomstick. And like then at the end of the movie, the medieval thing makes sense because there he is in front of that castle. And he's got his chainsaw and the shotgun. You're like, oh my god, how did I never notice this before? Did I always go for a pee at this time of the movie? Or like, how? Yeah, how that? How did that happen? Or planning? And, uh, it's, many, it's all there. Yeah, yeah. Because I guess he was determined. Like, I'm getting my medieval like fight the deadites and with knights and like his metal car slash chariot thing. Um, you know. The the theory is that there is three Book of the Dead. There's the one that we get in this movie, which carries over into Army of Darkness. And then there is Evil Dead, which is a remake or was intended to be a remake. But there's a post credit scene, audio only, and it's Bruce Campbell as Ash. And then you've got Evil Dead Rise, and the design of the book, it's like it's a, a third book, but potentially, including the Ash versus Evil Dead TV show, this is all one shared universe. So we're talking about remakes, reboots, all of that. If we look at it as if there is multiple books, it is all connected. And maybe if they were going to do, or if they did a sequel to evil dead which is the remake but maybe not we could have had the new character and ash teaming up i think again just talking about the approach to the effects and everything else with this movie it it doesn't quite make sense but you just go with it anyway maybe the, the the continuity of this series i mean all we really know for sure evil dead 2 army of darkness ash versus evil dead Everything yeah. else is a bit of a question mark. Yeah. But it, it's fun but, to just, just theorize. 
Yeah, and they can always, while they still have all the principal players still working, they can always find some other way to to tie it all in and then tie it all up if that's that's the case. That's what they're they're thinking of. But there's so many there's so many iconic parts of this movie. The uh, I, I've never gotten over after he chainsaws off his hand and he puts it the bin on on top of it and weighs it down with a bunch of books, including a farewell to arms. It's such <laughs> it's such an on the nose like yeah. gag. Like I would have thought, you know, I expected from like Looney Tunes. Yeah, that's a good it, gag. It, it always it always works for me. Um, the the looking in the hole and then it just spurts out like a, a geyser of blood, and then and the uh, the who's holding like yeah can you stop squeezing my hand it's you're a bit tight i'm not touching your hand and it's his like dead hand like all these little bits and pieces just work for me like when he pulls his face out of the uh the water and he's got the like the possessed face so like raw and the, even the sound design the sound of the spirit like going towards the cabin um yeah it's always it always Triggers like for me of like, oh yeah, that's the stuff. That's it. That's what I'm looking for. Do you know how they got that sound? No. It's a combination of Sam Raimi's voice and audio samples of Orson Welles, technically making this the last film he ever appeared in in any capacity. There you go. <laughs> that's a whirring sound as they're going yeah, yeah. through the woods. So it's the director, it's Orson Welles, it's the camera on a tennis racket. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's, so, it's so good. Yeah, and it works. It works so, so well. You know, the yeah. the poster for this movie, which I'd never quite understood, it is essentially a skeleton with eyeballs looking to the side. Yeah. doesn't feature anywhere in the movie at all. No, you do get uh, Bobby Joe's. No, not Bobby Joe. It's a uh, Ed's. No, Jake's. No, it is Ed's. Ed's skeleton down the basement that's been completely like stripped of flesh. Okay, except for his eyeballs. eyeballs. But there's no yeah, there's no eyeballs. That's though. my thing. Um, like, in in it's like there's so many different variations on the undead in this film. And when it comes to the the poster, they're just doing a different one. Like they're just making one up. It yeah. looks cool. Yeah, I mean, it's not even like the the physical form of it. Like trying to get its face into the door at the end. It's like really, it's nothing. Yeah, yeah. It's just a just a, been a, always been a good image. I'm like, oh yeah, that that's intriguing. Like a skull, but with the eyes looking over at you. Like, yeah, it is a good image. But again, like. It's just yeah, yeah. Props marketing department <laughs> doesn't appear. You know the the music, the composer Joseph Laduca. He was the composer um, on all Evil Dead films, the original trilogy. Anyway, he's best known for his work writing TV scores for the series Spartacus, Leverage, Hercules, The Legendary Journeys, Xena, Warrior Princess, Young Hercules. The Librarians TV series, American Gothic, and Jack of All Trades, which he is. <laughs> like he's done a yeah, variety yeah, yeah. of TV. And 
mainly TV. But what's interesting there is that I did used to watch Hercules, The Legendary Journeys. Have you ever watched Young Hercules? Have you heard of that before? No. I have heard of it. I think it came out when they were wrapping, or like Xena was still writing, but I think they wrapped Hercules because I think Kevin Sorbo wanted a break. So I'm going to... I don't think I ever tuned in. Well, I didn't either, because I didn't know until recently that it even existed. I'm going to blow your mind, right, when I tell you the casting. Do you know who they got to play a young Kevin Sorbo in Young Hercules? Oh, please be something, like, ridiculous, like Matt Damon or something. Well, not far off, if I'm honest. Ryan Gosling. <laughs> what? Honestly, that's, that's a real thing. That's... that's... <laughs> How do these things happen and I not know? Well, I didn't know. I was do- and I had to like, yeah, I'm like, no, that can't be true. I had to look into it further, but no, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Ryan Gosling <laughs> was a young Kevin Sorbo on Young Hercules, the TV series. Madness. It is. It really is. But Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn, if you're going to rate it out of five. I'm going to come in out of four out of five. Um, You can see the cheapness in the movie. Uh, and now that I know this isn't quite what Sam Raimi intended, he intended to go straight to Army of Darkness. I can kind of understand some of the, the choices made, but it's all done with such love and such creativity uh, that even that cheapness, I mean, three and a half million dollar budget, even in the, at the time, uh, it's it's one of the things that horror movies have always had, especially like cheap horror movies of like just making the best out of a bad situation. Um, and this is like one of the the highest caliber uh, examples of like what you can do if you've got a good idea and the gumption to like go after it. And yeah, I just I love the franchise. Like I reckon Sam Raimi's like extremely talented, and Bruce Campbell can carry any scene he's in so yeah four out of five how about yourself i just love it too much five out of five (laughs) i i agree (laughs) you do see you do see the cheapness at times but for me it just adds to part of the charm like it is such a creative approach to filmmaking you know, I really didn't know about the tennis racket. I, I legit love that. I love that <laughs> that's how they created that, that effect. And just imagine these young guys just running through the woods with the camera at the end of a tennis racket. I just love the fact that it does feel as though Raimi has just chucked absolutely everything at it. And that batshit crazy ending, time travel. I mean, watching <laughs> this for the first time, you're like, what has just happened? It's yeah. just, it's fantastic. I mean, you know, Bruce Campbell, like he's on camera, like he is fantastic. Like he is doing so much but behind the camera, what Raimi's bringing to it. Those two together really created magic with this film. And again, I never get tired of it. Absolutely love this film. So I'm going to come in at a five out of five. I'll never not smile whenever he says like his catchphrases of, Movie or oh. I'll swallow your soul. I'll swallow your soul. Oh, this. 
it's, it's just, amazing, isn't it's it? It's just yeah. that, that dry. It's that it's that eighties action like dry delivery that always brings a smile to my face every single time. Absolutely. Well, that's it for our episode, all about Evil Dead Two. If you'd like to contact us about this episode or suggest a topic for an upcoming episode, you can find us on Facebook as Sounds Like Comics Podcast. You've been listening to Luke and Jay, the guys from Sounds Like Comics. See you soon. <laughs>